0: Hey, Camp Kids, welcome back to the Camp Kids podcast. I'm your host, Joe Bob, and I'm on a mission to bring together a community of camp people from all around the world. Whether you are currently in your camp career or it's been a while since you've been at camp, when you're with us, you're at home. First off, I just wanted to say thank you to all of you awesome listeners for tuning into the podcast for the last six months. We've currently reached a milestone of over a thousand downloads and some awesome listenership and I couldn't be more happy and more proud of you guys. So thank you guys so much for tuning in every week to hear the Camp Kids Podcast. Since we have received 1,000 downloads, I wanted to celebrate by starting off with my very own first solo episode. I had a very recent experience visiting a camp for the first time. So as many of you guys know, I just got back from my honeymoon and we got married in Colorado and then traveled to the Southwest to do our honeymoon. And on the way back up from the Southwest, we were in New Mexico. And I asked my fiance, who, by the way, is not a camp person, a little bit earlier on in the trip, actually, before we even left to go on the honeymoon, I said, oh my gosh, so we are going to be passing through the biggest youth camp in the entire world. And I would love nothing more than to stop and visit. And even though it was an unideal time of stopping, one, there were no campers on site during this time two we were making an over an 11 hour drive back to Kansas city. At this point, he still said, yes, of course. So on our way back from New Mexico, we stopped at Philmont scout ranch. This was on Tuesday, which was Tuesday, June 6th. And I found out as soon as we got on camp that the scouts were supposed to be arriving the next day. On Wednesday. When we first pulled up, we traveled from Taos through Angel Fire, which, if you haven't been in New Mexico, I mean it is absolutely incredible. Angel Fire just has fog everywhere, which was really cool. So we passed through the highway that takes you there and got a little lost until we got to Cimarron. And then we finally called them and got it all squared away. You actually have to go through Cimarron to be able to get to, to Philmont Scout Ranch. So we drive up and it's quiet. And for those of you guys who, I mean, are camp people, obviously, if you weren't a camp person, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast, but it was just eerie because there were no campers on site, but there was a lot of staff members that were just kind of milling about and everybody was so nice. I mean, we got lost like six times and there was always a staff member there with a smile on their face to be able to point us in the right direction. And so we pull up to camp and I see all of these platform tents. And it's like the most amount of platform tents that I've ever seen in my entire life. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is huge. This is incredible with the mountains in the background. I mean, it really is pretty. I've never worked at a camp in the mountains. So I assume that just having that backdrop or being in the mountains is incredible already. So we get on to camp and we are a little bit late because, as I mentioned before, we got lost and we pull up to the office and we find out that we need to actually meet at this gazebo to be able to take a tour of the villa so instead of kind of visiting the scouting museum which there's nothing wrong with the scouting museum don't get me wrong but since i'm not a boy scout i really didn't have any interest in learning more about the scouting itself i had more interest of learning about the property and how the boy scouts got it well former boy scouts now scouting bsa and so we took a Tour of Villa Filamonte, which is the home of Waite and Genevieve Phillips, which were the people that donated the property to the camp. We first met outside the gazebo with a someone who does this full time, but it was kind of clear that it was the very beginning of the season because they were still looking at their notes and everything, which was totally fine. I have no problem with that at all. Um, but we were kind of there to help work out the kinks of the tour and everything, so that was kind of fun. So we started off outside and then we get inside of the villa we have to take off our shoes to be able to walk through and it was really cool to see this homestead that is pretty much left in the style of almost 100 years ago so we saw animals that had gone through taxidermy and that were there and we also saw like the southwestern style through the villa and everything i think my favorite part of the tour though which i will definitely be showing you guys a little clip of was when we came across into like the living room or the parlor type area. And there was a piano there and it was like a self playing piano. So you could just press a button. It would start playing music already. But of course, as a, as a musician, I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to put my hands on this piano. And of course, what was sitting there on the piano bench was the Philmont hymn, which. I'm a little bit of a camp geek here. I should probably have prefaced and said, I was never a Boy Scout. I was in Venturing Crew for a short period of time. My brother was also a Boy Scout. So I was very aware of what Philmont was. I'd had friends who had been out to Philmont before. And the only things that I really knew about Philmont was listening to the Silver on the Sage podcast, which is a podcast that is all about alumni or current staff members who have worked at this scout ranch. So for those of you who don't know about Philmont, one, you should go back and listen to the episode that I did with Flickr, who has worked at Girl Scout camps before, and is hopefully now venturing down into Philmont as we speak. But this site hires so many people over a thousand people per summer if I had to guess it'd be somewhere between 1200 and 1500 depending on what you're counting as seasonal staff but they hire so many different people to work at this reservation so it is huge anyway they have their own hymn I sit at the piano and I see the hymn and I look at the tour guide and I go I know we're not supposed to touch anything in this house but I'm a musician and I would love to be able to play this piano. And he goes, well, this is actually the one artifact that we are allowed to play. So even though I have no ties to Philmont whatsoever, I know a lot about this place by listening to this podcast and by hearing it from my friends and the amount of energy that I felt being able to play this hymn on this piano was unreal. Even though I had no connection with this organization and I had no connection with the people that were all scattered around this ranch, I still felt one with the camp people and with the place while I was playing that hymn on the piano. It was incredibly surreal. Once again, I just got back from my honeymoon. I was on our way back to Kansas City at this point and I had on my nails, which made it extremely hard to play a piano if you've ever tried to play with like extended nails. So that was fun. Also, being on vacation and not having played for a little bit, that was also fun as well. But that's just me being hard on myself for being a musician. It was still an incredible experience. So we got to go through the entire villa, got to learn about why they named some of their camps the way that they did. And it was really neat. It was a really, really cool experience. We did try and go to the trading post, the Tooth of Time traders, but they were closed, unfortunately. But while we were kind of milling about... I ran into a couple different staff members here and there, and I remember hearing somebody say that their parents met at Philmont Scout Ranch and that their grandpa had worked at Philmont as well. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that is so cool to be able to have that long of a withstanding tradition and to be able to pass down this facility to many different people, to many different generations that you can all share as your family. I think it's absolutely incredible. And I remember another staff member talking about, I wish I could just get my family out here to see what this is like, but they just won't go for it. And I, I totally related with that person. And it took everything in my being to not go up to them and be like, oh my gosh, I'm a fellow camp person because I'm like quite a bit older than these people. <laughs> so it was really fun to be a fly on the wall for that conversation because of course I was thinking the same things that they were thinking. But like 10 years ago, when I was doing resident camp full time. So it was a very interesting experience. I got a couple of pictures out there I was able to stop at the museum gift shop and get some really cool film stuff and just kind of enjoy being at camp with a whole bunch of camp people and One, not disclosing that I was a camp person, but just to see that hustle and bustle and that excitement on everybody's faces as they were getting ready to accept campers back on the camp. So if you find yourself in that situation right now, or if you're going through that beginning of camp season, just know that that excitement is always there. You'll always feel that as you get through your summer, it will be harder to reach to it will always be there and before you know it you're gonna blink your eyes open and it'll be the end of the summer it'll be your final campfire or you'll be saying goodbye to your friends that you've made this summer and i just don't want you to regret it so with that being said that was my philmont scout ranch experience i hope that you guys enjoyed this mini little snippet episode. If you did enjoy it, please rate and review, preferably a five-star rating so that other people can help find this podcast. And so that I know that to create these more shorter podcasts that are just me and my camp experiences. So once again, guys, thank you so much for listening to the camp kids podcast. I hope that you guys really enjoy listening to these episodes. And we'll be back soon with another one. That's all that I have for you for now. But remember, guys, that this is good night and not goodbye.